Welcome to Spew, Spectrum People Enjoying Wizardry. I'm Queerness, and I have Asperger's Syndrome. I'm Lavender, and my daughter, Abby Cadabby, has nonverbal autism. And I now call this 10th meeting of Spew to order. Lavender. Hi, Queerness. How you been? I'm okay. This month has been a little up and down, but I've I've been a lot better this month. Oh, good. There's been a, a couple days that were a little rough, but I, I've pretty much back to my old self, I think. It, it's been a rough probably six months or more. Yeah, but this month was better. Yeah. Good. How have you guys been doing? Oh, same. I would say um, up and down. Just been really busy. I started to do some... F- I volunteered to do some fundraising stuff at my job, thinking it would be easy, and it's not. <laughs> I, I assume not. Volunteer work is always hard. I don't know why I assumed it would be easy, but that's what happens when you assume. But it's done. And we met goals, so the hard work all paid off in the end. But I am I am very much glad to be done with it. <laughs> this month is October. Yay, spooky month. So the big date of this month is, of course, October 31st. Of course. The day that, that Voldemort killed Lily and James Potter and Godric's Hollow and ended the first Wizard War. I also have a lot of fun birthdays. The fourth is McGonagall. My favorite character. 17th is Flitwick's. The 30th is Molly's. Also, Angelina Johnson and Armando Dippet have birthdays in October. Although we don't know the exact dates. We do have a death on October 31st besides Lillian James. That is Nearly Headless Nick. Sir Nicholas de Menzi Poppington. Porpington? Is it Poppington? Porpington. I think it's Porpington. Sir Nicholas de Menzi Porpington. And both Dumbledores, um, Richard Harris, October 1st, and died October 20th, and Michael Gambone, October 19th his birthday (laughs) yes so lots of stuff happening in october of course what are we talking about this month queerness we need to put that in a t-shirt what are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) all right so this month we are talking about wizarding schools around the world yay there are very few countries that actually have a large wizarding school most are homeschooled but there are 11 prestigious schools, and these are registered with the International Confederation of Wizards. There are smaller schools that don't even register with the local wizarding government, so those don't sound super up to snuff. Not prestigious enough. (laughs) Um, J.K. Rowling has only revealed eight of the 11 schools, though. And we're going to talk about them a little this month. So, of course, we have Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, which is located Where, Lavender? Scotland. Scotland. (laughs) 
And we're all familiar with Hogwarts, of course. Hogwash? Hogwarts. <laughs> the next one is Bulpaton. The S is silent, by the way. Because I know. I, I did not. I knew the X was silent. <laughs> because of the French queerness, that's why. Bopaton Academy of Magic is the full title, and they're located in France. It is a chateau surrounded by gardens and lawns in a mountain landscape. Sounds beautiful. They take not just only French students, but Spanish, Portuguese, Dutch, Belgians, and I copied and pasted a word that I never knew I've never seen before. Luxembourgans. Luxembourg. Lux- oh, like from Luxembourg. Yeah. Ah, Okay. (laughs) I still might have pronounced that wrong, but it was fun to say. (laughs) And they actually have a larger studentship than Hogwarts. Which I find interesting. Besides Fleur Delacour, they are also home of Nicholas Flamel and Vincent de Truffle-Peak, who who escaped the Reign of Terror by casting a concealment charm around his own neck to pretend that he had already been beheaded. It's pretty ingenious, actually. <laughs> Why don't more people do that? Is that like an amazing bit of magic that not a lot of people can do? I don't know. There is also a fountain on the grounds with healing properties named after Nicholas, and I'm assuming that's his wife, Pyrenelle. I assume. I assumed it was his wife, too. Perinel? Perinel? Perinel Flamel. Very French. It is very French. <laughs> Unlike Durmstrang Institute, Durmstrang, Durmstrang, which is located somewhere in northern Europe. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most secretive of all of the schools. All visitors must comply with memory charms so they can't figure out where it's at. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> well, it does have a very dark reputation because of mainly Harfang Mantor. Harfing Munter. He took over the school after the founder mysteriously died. Mm-hmm. He also established the reputation for dueling and martial magic. Which they still do to this day. It's yes. very much ingrained in the curriculum to this day. And then also you have Igor Karkaroff, who is a ex-Death Eater. And actually, several parents pulled their students from the school when he became headmaster. A lot of it was because he was an ex-Death Eater and because he was he was just a bully. Yes. Apparently, he created, you know, a big culture of fear with the students and was encouraging some of the older students to pick on the younger students to make them tougher. So I'd pull my kid out, too. <laughs> And of course, infamous ex-student Gellert Grindelwald. 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 You gotta put a little in it. (laughs) Also, it's a V sound. Grindelwald. (laughs) They're experiencing a bit of a, not really a comeback since they never really had a good reputation, but Victor Crumb is giving them a little bit of a good reputation. Our next school we're going to talk about is... Ooh, can I try? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Castel au Bruchou. I'm sure that that's totally wrong. I was putting the emphasis elsewhere and going, Castel Bruchou. Castel au Bruchou. It is in Brazil, somewhere in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears as ruins to muggles. Which they adopted from Hogwarts. Or the other way around, no one seems to agree on who did it first. <laughs> and it is guarded by Kipora. Uh, I read it as Kaipora. 
They are small furry spirit beings. The former headmistress Benedita Dorado told Armando Dippet that she could send him some because he was complaining about peeves. Yeah, she said uh, we could send you some and show you what re- real terror is like. <laughs> they have bright green robes. And they specialize in herbology and magizoology. Mm -hmm. And they have a popular European exchange program that Bill Weasley could not attend due to the cost. And he was actually teased by one of his friends from Durmstrang, I believe? No, it was his friend there at Castello Bruchu that he wanted to go see and participate in the exchange program with. And his friend, it didn't just tease him, he sent him like a howler or sent him something in the mail. I didn't take good notes this time. It says here, it was one of these trips that Bill Weasley's parents could not afford, causing his disappointed pen friend at Castello Obrucho to send him something nasty in the post. Dung bomb. All right, moving on. Ilvermorny, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, so took the same name as Hogwarts, or subtitle. It is in the northeastern United States at the highest peak of Mount Greylock in Massachusetts. It uses powerful enchantments to hide it that is sometimes a wreath of misty cloud. It was founded by Isolt Sayer and her nomad husband James, who was joint headmaster, and it was founded in the 1630s. Isolt is a Irish descendant of Slytherin. We'll probably talk about her more later because there's a whole lot of information about her story. But they kind of started the school with their adopted kids and with some of the Native Americans and they've exchanged learning of Native American magic with European wand magic. Hmm. And there are four houses. They stole a lot of stuff from Hogwarts because that is just what she new from stories and stuff so a lot of the way this school was founded operates under the way hogwarts operates which is very british but there are four houses thunderbird which represents the soul and favors adventurers wampus which represents the body and favors warriors horned serpent which represents the mind and favors scholars and pukwaji which represents the heart and favors healers And the way you are sorted is there are four wooden statues that signal if they want a particular student. So like the Thunderbird flaps its wings, the Horned Serpent has a glowing jewel, and if more than one statue signals they want a student, the student gets to choose. Very, very rarely do all four of them signal they want a student. Um, One of those is actually Serafina Pickery, who was president of Makusa during the 20s. And what did she choose? She chose Horned Serpent. Hmm. Now, something that's different is the wand sorting ceremony actually happens at the school after the um, house sorting ceremony. So they don't get their wands until after they're sorted into a house? Mm Mm-hmm. And Hmm. this is partly due to before Rappaport's law was passed, which is the anti-integrating with muggles law, students actually had to leave their wands at school until they graduated. And they have blue and cranberry robes. And there is a snakewood tree on the ground that was actually grown from Slytherin's wand. And it has medicinal properties. Funny that Slytherin's reached, reached all the way over to America. Yes. Our next school is in Japan. Mahutakoru. Mahutakoru. School of Magic. 
It is located on top of the volcano on the uninhabited island of Minami Iwo Jima. It is the smallest student body of the 11 schools, but they actually start training at age 7, but they don't board until age 11. And so they fly their students back and forth from home on giant storm petrels, which are like seagulls, I guess. That's pretty cool. And they have enchanted robes that grow with them, and it changes colors. It starts in a faint pink, and when they get top grades, it fades to gold, and it turns pure white when they do illegal practices. So white is the evil color in Japan rather than black. Yeah, white in Japanese uh, culture is associated with death. And Quidditch was introduced there when a couple of Hogwarts students attempted to circumnavigate the globe poorly. (laughs) And so the turbulent seas there, as well as um, a nearby Muggle airbase, means they are really, really good at Quidditch. (laughs) <laughs> and the Japanese team is consistently the um, Champion League's winners. Yeah, I guess if you're used to turbulent seas and winds, just getting out on a regular Quidditch pitch is nothing. All right, our next school is from Uganda. You want to give this pronunciation a try? Ooh. Uh, Ugadu? Wagadu. <laughs> I like that. So Wagadu School of Magic is in Uganda. Africa has... A large number of smaller schools, but Wagadu's the biggest. It takes students from all over Africa, and the way they recruit students is with dream messengers that leave a coin in the child's hand. The only address they're given is Mountain of the Moon. Hmm. Um, they also believe that most or all of magic originated in Africa, and they are well versed in astronomy, alchemy, and self transfiguration. They cast most of their spells with finger motions or hand waves because wands are a very European invention. Interesting. And the last school that we know about is the Russian school of Koldoverstritz. Oh, man. This one doesn't have a pronunciation guide because this one is not on Pottermore. This one was mentioned in the back of the 2014 UK edition books. There's a series of facts from Pottermore, and this one was thrown in there. But Koldefstoretz is a Russian school where they play Quidditch on entire uprooted trees. (laughs) Very Russian. (laughs) I wish we could find out more. I feel like we need book series based in all of these schools. Dang it. It felt like that was kind of where she was going with the Fantastic Beast series since there was so much about Ilvermorny. And then with the second movie taking place in France, there was just very little that happened with that one. So perhaps we'll hear more about these as more movies come out. Hopefully. This month's unrelated trivia question came from... I believe, the MuggleNet Twitter. And the question is, what is the core of Hermione's wand? Choices are Phoenix Feather, Dragon Heartstring, Unicorn Tail Hair, or Vila Hair. We'll be right back. This is Jeffrey, the financial advisor for Spew at Gringotts Bank. And now we return to Spew. All right, Lavender, what's your guess? I believe the core of Hermione's wand is a unicorn tail hair. And Twitter agrees with you. The correct answer is dragon heartstring. 
dang it. That was going to be my second <laughs> choice. That was the reason I chose this question is because Twitter got it wrong. <laughs> well, if Twitter got it wrong, I definitely got it wrong. I'd also like to take this moment to remind you that if you would like to send us howlers or owl mail, you can send those to spewcast at gmail.com or give us a call at 407-706-SPEW or there is a link in the description of the episode. How about some news, Queerness? How about some news? In not news, <laughs> J.K. Rowling did not secretly hint at a new movie. Let's say that again one more time. J.K. Rowling did not secretly hint at a new movie. I have seen this headline so many times this month, referencing the cryptic tweet about the new Cursed Child branding. While the Cursed Child branding could be a hint that Warner Brothers is making a move in this direction, there is no movie currently in the works at all. Sorry. <laughs> also, there is no TV show currently in the works. No new movies, no TV shows. We get illustrated books and Fantastic Beasts now. And Fantastic Beasts. Maybe after the five Fantastic Beasts movie comes out, then we may get a Cursed Child movie. Doubtful. But that'll be a few years. In other news, Quidditch is coming to the game Hogwarts Mystery, mm -hmm. which I gave up on after I had to pay to save the kid from the Devil Snare, so I don't play that one. I haven't even downloaded it, unfortunately. Most people quit playing after they had to pay real money to save the kid from the Devil Snare. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle, the projection map show that was previously in, or Universal Hollywood this year, has now come to Orlando. Mm -hmm. It does not have the giant drone Patronus that we'd seen earlier, um, but it does have Death Eaters that come out and performed in the street while the show is going on. So that's fun. Mm, bring back the drone Patronuses, please. Pottermore premiered a look at um, the upcoming illustrated edition of Goblet of Fire, and they showed um, the carriages from Bopatan and the ship from Durmstrang. So they've been teasing that one up quite a bit. Yeah. Now, a little bit of old news, but on September 1st, of course, was back to Hogwarts, and there was a huge celebration at King's Cross Station. Mm -hmm. They actually even put the train up on the board with a departure time to Hogsmeade. There was a full-size Lego Weasley car for some reason. <laughs> the Queen's College Oxford Choir sang the Frog Choir song. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it has a name, but it's the song the Frog Choir sings. I always thought it was the Frog Choir song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something wicked this way comes there. Yeah, sure. It's, but that it's the lyrics are from the... Is it Hamlet? No, not Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet. No, Macbeth. One of those Shakespearean plays. Yeah. Also, the cast of Cursed Child performed one of their cloak dances. <laughs> and there was a exclusive new look at a new sorting hat that was a floating statue. It's magic. It was to announce that a new sorting experience is coming for the new Wizarding World app, which has very, very recently finally released in most countries. No sorting experience yet, but the app has launched. 
It uses this weird card-based system with very short little snippets of quotes and links to articles and quizzes and polls. I actually like the, the way the polls and the quizzes are done in this app because it's very... The quizzes are all timed and very quick and much shorter than the old Pottermore quizzes. But then when you get to the end of the polls and the quizzes, it shows you the results per house and you can sort total or per house and uh, it was a very nice little touch and the big thing that they're talking about is a weekly mini fanzine which is basically a curated selection of these cards and usually like a new article and a quiz in there that's called wizard weekly but i've noticed it is lacking the jk rowling archives from pottermore which is kind of sad because that has really become kind of like an official wikipedia sort of right but that's a lot to fit into an app kind of i mean really an app is just kind of a link to the articles in the web pages sort of mm. jk rowling donated 15 million pounds to a multiple sclerosis research facility uh that's about 18.8 million dollars the facility is the Anne rowling regenerative neurology clinic which was set up in 2010 after another donation from her. She actually was working on this because her mother died of MS at 45, which was actually kind of the inspiration for the Dementors and the Deathly Hallows logo. But she's very proud of herself and has posted this on her website and stuff. Well, she should be. It's obviously something that's close to her heart. and She wants to do something about it. I don't see how this inspired Dementors. No, her mother's death inspired Dementors. Oh, okay. I was sitting here trying to think of the parallel between MS and Dementors, and I couldn't come up with anything. No, Dementors are specifically depression. Okay. That makes more sense. There is a new book announced uh, based on The Cursed Child. It's a behind-the-scenes book called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, The Journey, Behind the Scenes of the Award-Winning Stage Production. <sighs> I don't want behind-the-scenes books, Queerness. I do. I want novels. The TV series Strike is returning for a fourth series. This is based on the Cameron Strike books by Robert Galbraith, which is J.K. Rowling's pen name for writing the Cormoran Strike books. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tom Felton is going to be starring in Netflix, A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. Daniel Radcliffe is starring in a movie called Guns Akimbo, which premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. Eddie Redmayne is starring in a movie called The Aeronauts, which is about a guy who used a weather balloon to prove he could predict the weather. Riveting. Yes. <laughs> Downton Movie Abbey has come out with Maggie Smith Wait. in... I gotta what? correct you, I'm sorry. The Downton Abbey movie. Uh-huh, what did I say? You said Downton Movie Abbey. <laughs> oh, okie dokie. So that thing, of course, has Maggie Smith in it. Yay! And Imelda Staunton, who played Dolores Umbridge, is returning in it. I really do want to go see this movie. I love Downton Abbey. I gave up after the third season. I was like, why am I still watching this? I did too. I didn't watch any of the last season. Uh, but now there's a movie, and I would like to see it. The Noble Collection is releasing new plushes. There's a mandrake with a pot that screeches when you remove it. Oh. There's new pink and purple pygmy puffs creature, which looks terrible. It's just very disappointing. Um, and then some 
Cornish Pixies. I want them all. Funko Pop is releasing new Yule Ball inspired characters. And Mina Lima Designs has released wallpaper. There's a, one of the Black Family Tree that's really cool. There's a Marauder's Map one, Daily Prophet one, and then there's one that's just got snitches on it. Who? <laughs> what do you mean snitches? It's just got snitches. Kind of cartoony ones on like a light blue background. Alright, so if you want... Uh... Harry Potter wallpaper. Go to Mina Lima Designs. Also, it was very convoluted, but the Pottermore Instagram had a way that you could save the designs as wallpaper for your phone involving screenshotting and animated thing. It was convoluted. I got all four of them. You need to send those to me. (laughs) (laughs) St. Edward School, a Catholic school in Nashville. This is my favorite news story. This school and their pastor, Reverend Dan Rehill, has removed the Harry Potter books from the library. And the email that he sent to the parents claimed that these books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, but in fact a clever deception. The curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. (laughs) He consulted with exorcists in both the United States and Rome to come to this conclusion. And after this, a letter... Um, that was written in 2017 by several parents was revealed in which they have asked for him to be removed before um, in hopes of a more liberal pastor. So the, they, the parents asked for him to be removed prior to this incident because this incident just happened, right? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Can you imagine typing that email out to all of the parents? The curses and spells are actual curses and spells, and when uttered aloud by a student, (laughs) you risk conjuring evil spirits. This sounds like the type of story that you would have heard 20 years ago? When Harry Potter first came out, and there was all that mania around it. But the fact that 20 years have proved that this is not true, this man's a psychopath. (laughs) This man probably just wanted to look like he was doing something productive. Which, the concept of removing them from a Catholic school's library isn't crazy. Um, he did not actually ban the books like it was stated on several things. He just removed them from the library. But the email makes him look like a psychopath. Moving on, there's a new Twitter emoji. If you use the hashtags HousePride, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, or Slytherin, you get a little sorting hat. It's cute. Moving on to our autism news, a Lauren Bergner and her son Brody, who is on the spectrum, were at Disneyland, and they were standing in line to have their pictures taken with Snow White, and Brody started having a meltdown, and Snow White left the greeting line and took him for a little walk. She helped him relax, and they danced and stuff, and a photographer got, like, everything And so all these photos were posted, and later they actually sent autographed photos to their room. So How precious. You cannot beat that Disney customer service. A company called Artism, A-U-R-T-I-S-M. It's stylized with the R above the U. Went viral. It went viral because it was owned by two educated black men that grew up on the streets. That's the the quote that he put on Facebook. 
Um, it's an art therapy center that focuses on autism, depression, anxiety, insomnia, um, physical disabilities through both art and therapy and art therapy. They have one center in Las Vegas, but they have surpassed their monetary goals and are planning to open five new facilities in five major cities across the next two years. Nice. Greta Thunberg is in the news again. She is currently in America for the UN Youth Climate Summit, and she refused to fly, so she sailed across the ocean, and it took her two weeks. Yep. I love that. (laughs) I love her. Exceptional Minds, which is an animation and visual effects school for autistic students in L.A., has teamed up with Cartoon Network for a mentorship program. Did you look any more into this? Well, it just made me jealous. <laughs> I think that is about all we have today. Well, I hope you guys learned a little bit about um, other wizarding schools. If you're interested in a whole deep dive full of information episode on Ilvermorny, let us know. Send us a send us some mail or give us a call. You can follow us on Twitter at Spectrum People. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash spewcast. Our Instagram is at spewpod. You can send us owl mail at spewcast at gmail.com. And howlers, you can give us a call at 407-706-SPEW or click the link in the description. And we want to thank Joan Burr for our theme music. As always. Until next time, I'm Queerness. And I'm Lavender. And as Luna Lovegood said, don't worry. You're just as sane as I am. Bye. Bye.